Good morning and welcome everybody to um, episode four of Get Steft, a hairdresser in conversation. This morning I'm extremely lucky to have my very first guest uh, for this series, Janice Maple. Uh, Janice and I have known each other for a very, very long time. We first met, I think, when our children were going to daycare and since then, uh, Janice has just been an incredible person to know. She is very community focused. She's incredibly generous. She has zero ego, which I find extraordinary because she's an incredibly successful human, very caring. And I couldn't think of anybody better that I would want on as my first guest. So as a reminder of, of why I've started these podcasts, this is all about just having great conversations uh, with people that have previously inspired me. So I trust that you will enjoy the conversation that Janice and I are about to have. We're regular people having normal conversations. <laughs> so I hope that you get some inspiration out of this. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Janice on to our conversation. How are you? Oh, thanks so much, Steffi. Um, I'll just leave my ego at the door um, <laughs> after that introduction. Um, but I, I, I was thinking about that as you were saying that, and I, I'm very conscious of that in the work that I do. That I'm constantly presenting what I do to um, support other people, but not necessarily about myself. Because when I do things, it's not actually about me. It's about helping other people, whether it's through the real estate or kindred women together it's all about what we can do to help each other through the process and um, I love doing that I know I feel like you know your biggest focus really is connection with people and the collaboration the the win-win or how can we do this together to make it it bigger and better than what we thought I feel like that's your approach with just the way you get through life it's all about helping others I think yeah look I think you know I'm at a stage in my life where I'm looking back over my life and the different things that have happened and I think from a very early age I've always had a had an eye out for the underdog and for those people that needed um, you know a little bit more help and so for me it's just been a natural progression to get to this point where um, yeah I just got to a stage where it was all about women and I felt that that was my need to support women in our area and it was it just was a natural thing to put myself out there to go okay someone it's I don't know my son said to me late last year he's you know 12 at the time and he said mum you know you're a really kind person and I said really oh that's really nice thanks why do you say that and he said because you're doing all this stuff for all these all these women and no one else is doing it you're doing it you came up with the idea and you just did it and I thought oh that's really lovely that you know my 12 year old son recognized it but for me it was something that was always there that I just felt that I needed to do it and so I couldn't get away from it I had to just do it you know it was like just keep just do it just do it so and yeah no here, we, here are. we are and to clarify for our listeners what we are actually talking about here is 
an inspiration that Janice had, was it around 2015, your first seed of an idea? It was around then, yes. All yeah. Right. I think, yeah, about 12, yeah, 2015, and, and yeah. Before I let her go on with explaining this way better <laughs> than what I could, um, Janice had this fantastic idea of or question in her mind, how can I connect women especially, new to the area, how, how can I encourage friendships and, and grow community? And that was how her first idea of the Ink Club started. That was your first progression of this idea in 2018, wasn't it? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, look, I think, yeah, there was a, there was definitely a seed planted at a time when, you know, I myself, even though I had been part of this community for, you know, coming up 15 years at the time, there was a, a moment in my life where I felt a little bit disconnected from the community, even though I was connected in so many different ways um, through my children, through the school, through, you know, all the activities that I'd been involved in. Um, but I also recognised with the, the people that were moving to the area that the, that this disconnection was there where, you know, people's lives were changing. They were getting to a stage in their life where they were now looking at themselves and um, what their interests are and um, they, yeah, they were looking at ways to connect. And I, it was something in me that just was there in the back of my mind that I thought, oh, look, wouldn't it be great if there was a way that women could you know, first of all, it was like a Facebook group. They could get on, get online and find other women like themselves and just do simple things like go for a walk or go, um, go and see a movie, something like that. So that was the initial seed um, and that was planted, yeah, as I said, back in 2015. But it took me until 2018, yeah, to get that, yeah, idea off, out of my head <laughs> and into an actual program. And... What did that program first look like? Because I know where it's at now, it's had a fantastic evolution. But what did it look like then? Oh, look, I have to take myself back to yeah. that time because it has grown so much over the last um, 18 months. Um, but back at that time, it was um, it was in my head and I remember talking to a few different people about, I've got this idea, I've got this idea of, you know, um, creating these events um, to and, and it being inclusive, it being open to any woman who wanted to get involved because I know it's sometimes it's really difficult when you move to a new area or you're, you know, trying to break into different, you know, different things and you turn up at the school for argument's sake and all the parents are talking to each other and they all know each other and you're new. And I just thought this would be a great way to um, provide something where any woman could turn up and, everyone would be in a similar boat or they would be there for the same reason to meet other women and it would be a really welcoming place. So the first idea was just to start up a calendar calendar of events for a year and have um, a monthly activity and just invite whoever wants to come to, you know, come along and meet other women. So there were more larger scale events like so the large-scale events were part of the, the first 12-month program and um, we established a, a club called the Ink Club, which was um, basically short for the Inclusive Social Club for Women. And 
Yeah, we had a lot of women. We actually had a membership base there and women joined up and then they just participated in the events that they wanted to do. It started off being more social, uh, so morning teas, high teas, going to local events like the cabaret. And then it progressed into doing actual activities together and that's when it it changed to be um, what it is today. And so... What it has evolved into, just for everyone, is Kindred Women Together. And so, Janice, can you tell us a little bit how you feel that it evolved very naturally into what it is right now and why it's different? I think it just progressed like things do when you you have an idea and you put it out there. And I I guess when um, I was talking to people about it, as that you know, as it, the, in the first year, people were saying, "Oh, well, what's your plan with it?" And I'm like, mm, "I'm not really sure. <laughs> I know what my purpose is, which is to provide activities for women in the area to be able to connect with each other. And if I keep going back to my purpose, then everything that we do is aligned with that. So I love that. I just yeah. So as it as as it went on, different people started approaching me and I found that really fantastic because that was part of it as well, was, you know, supporting local people within our community, supporting local businesses within our community by the activities that we were doing. And so I was just really open to watching it, how it was going to, you know, where it was going and just supporting that process. So it, we started introducing different activities. So right at the start, we had a vocal workshop, which is singing classes. Um, we had Taiga Chi. We had art work workshops as well. And these were with local instructors who all approached me about, you know, how about this? Do you think women would like this? And I thought, well, let's just put it out there and see what would happen. And um, it was, yeah, a success right from the start, right from the start. What I realised too with that is that by offering these activities, like-minded women would join them. So women who like doing Tiger Chi, women who like doing art. And by having smaller group activities and doing them over a few weeks, women were, you know, they were loosening up, they were getting comfortable with other women, they were chatting, they were forming new friendships, forming new connections, again, aligning with my purpose and, of you know, just providing opportunities for women to connect in the area. Uh, so we just continued the year adding different things as they came along. Um, and that was the end of last year. And then at the start of this year, COVID hit. And so pretty much all of the large-scale activities had to stop. And, um, mm. and at that, yeah, which was interesting because initially that was the main focus. Um, and so... I remember the first week that COVID hit and I was sitting at home thinking, oh, my gosh, what does all this mean? And my intuition is probably going to sound a bit woo-woo, but my intuition No, no, we me, like woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be very Byron here. but No, um, no. <laughs> but my intuition said to me, you need to focus on the women in this time. And at that stage I was doing a monthly newsletter 
and I thought, no, we've got to we've got to boost this communication because it's this sort of thing where women will, well, anyone, not just women, but people will start feeling disconnected. And so straight away, I looked at all of the programs that we were doing and spoke to the instructors and said, look, can we take them onto Zoom, which was, you know, the, the buzzword at the time. And um, so some of our instructors did go on to Zoom. But I increased the frequency of the newsletter from monthly to weekly. I also spoke with the CWA, the Bangalore Lionhearts, and I looked at other services that were happening within Bangalore and I looked at promoting those activities to the women in our community to, to get on board with because, you know, at that stage people were just sitting at home thinking, well, what can I do? What, you know, I'm, I don't know what's going on out there. And it was a great way of connecting the women, even though we physically weren't actually seeing each other, um, we were still able to connect. And I received, after a month of doing that, um, or six weeks or so, I received so much feedback from um, women within our community just saying how wonderful it was to still feel connected and to, you know, cook for the Lionhearts or to knit for the CWA. Things I would do and, um, you know, just they still they just felt connected by that communication and that really reinforced to me that what we were doing was you know definitely what we were supposed to be doing which was you know keeping people connected at that time so it sounds like to me and I've always thought this about you Janice um that you are someone that follows your heart you you ha- I know over oh, years of of just being friends and listening to you being part of your life you are someone that has an incredible intuitive nature and what I love about that is you don't second guess your intuition you follow your heart do you feel that you're really connected in with that these days I think that yeah as I've gotten older and I now understand you know different synchronicities that happen in life um I now look at um yeah I now totally trust in my intuition and my gut instinct with different things and I don't really ever second guess anything so if something comes along and it feels right or it feels wrong I understand that and I act on it accordingly so sometimes when it's not feeling right it might take me a little while to understand what's going on um but that is your body's telling you that you know this situation's not good you know you're you're um yeah, and I, I understand my body now. So when a situation is happening that I don't feel comfortable with, I can act on it a lot, you know, a lot more quicker than what I have in the past. Um, and I, as I said, I don't second guess it. I just go, yeah, that's not right. And I move on or address it or deal with it um, accordingly. And so in those moments where your intuition isn't as, you know, bang on or epiphany-like, in those moments where it's more, hmm, okay, this is interesting, could you share some of the things that you do in your lead-up just to getting clarity? Because I feel it is human nature for us to second-guess our intuition until we become confident with it. 
Yeah, I think, look, I think at this point if there's, if, if something's not working for me, um, and I am actually going through a situation at the moment where it's um, where I keep getting, I'll say, blockages. <laughs> um, you know, basically the word no uh, it keeps appearing, and um, and I keep thinking, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I keep thinking, well, what does that actually mean, and why is this happening? And so instead of trying to keep fight you know fighting through it and forcing something that's not meant to be I actually sort of you know take some time to think about well why is this actually happening Mm. you know what what have I done to contribute to this is it something that I'm doing that's you know not quite right or um or is it that there's something you know bigger going on that this isn't meant to happen at this Mm. time and when you have that um level of I guess, questioning or, you know, or then understanding, you can actually just let the process go and just be in it and go, okay, look, you know what, I'm not going to attach myself to an outcome here. Um, I'm doing the best I can to make this happen. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, I'm moving on. I love on. that. I mean, I use that actually in my negotiations as well. Like, you know, you can push, 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 push. If it's not not meant to be, it will not happen. And is this your negotiations and, with real estate? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and sometimes I get to a point where I talk to, you know, buyers and sellers and I say, you know what, this is too hard. It's not working. Uh-huh. Um, the, the buyer's not coming up or the seller's not coming. You know, and sometimes, you know, time is the, the timing is the, the magic answer where it's like, you know what, everyone just go and have a think about what's important here. And, you know, do you want to sell the property? Do you want to buy the property? This is where we're going to, you know, meet in the middle or however we're going to do it. And most of the time we'll get it together. Sometimes we don't. And when it doesn't happen, it's, you know, that ability to go, it's okay, let it go. It wasn't meant to be the right thing will come up at the the right time and the number of times I've had buyers who have missed out on a property you know maybe another buyer's come in and offered more or something and they're so disappointed with the process and I go look it wasn't meant uh-huh. to be because if it was meant to be you would have bought the property so another property will come up and those buyers will you know inevitably come back to me and say you know what Janice it wasn't the right time. This then happened in our life or we found another property or this, whatever happened. But they then get the um, – they, they get it afterwards that, yeah, that wasn't actually meant to be at that time. And so I try and help them through that process at the time. <laughs> well, I, I was just thinking that how valuable that would be just to have someone in that process with the certainty about accepting the process good or bad, you know, yeah. hearing that voice of yeah. reason, especially when you feel disappointed about something you thought you were invested in. Yeah, yeah. It's, I guess, because I do it all the time, you know, I'm going through this process and, you know, like, and some people, I'm very open, you know, I'm, you know, if I, like, if I'm at a property and, you know, I'm doing an open house and buyers, you know, they, avoid me you know sometimes buyers think oh she's a real estate agent you know she's just going to harass me blah 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 and I'm like you know what I actually don't work that way if you don't want to come over and you know give me your details or you know tell me what you're looking for or whatever well 
I'm not going to go out of my way to help you because you've got to help the process as well. You've got to set that intent that you want to buy a property in Bangalore. So you need to come and tell me what you're looking for, what you want, blah, blah. And guess what? You'll then become front of my mind and I'll help you with that process. But if you're hiding that intention, then guess what? You're not going to be supported. Yeah, I think it's like anything in life, isn't it? You've got to put it out there what you want. You, you have, have to. to. You have to put, and it's with, but it's with everything, not just real estate. It's with everything that you want in your life. And you know, I'm learning this myself as well. Is that, you know, if you're clear about what you want, um, and you put it out there, however you do it, whether you write it down or just talk about it to other people or tell people this is what you want, it it will happen because you're clear. You're you've actually voice that and you've said this is what I and want I think, and you'll be supported. I think also not getting stuck in the what I don't want scenario mm-hmm. because often you yes. know those scenarios that present themselves to us and they show us what we don't want we're like oh how do I get out of this how do I change this how do I improve it but sometimes we can get stuck in that emotion so are you saying that maybe it's a good thing to go right I see what's going on here. What do I really want? Absolutely. I I was in a situation, you know, 18 months ago where I took, you know, four months annual leave off work because I was stuck. I I was not where I wanted to be. I didn't want to be working in an office you know, Monday to Friday, nine to five, working Saturdays, um, that whole corporate feel. I had done that and I knew that I didn't want to do that anymore. I didn't know how to change it. Anyway, a few things happened and I now look back and I go, oh, okay, thanks, universe. You gave me the push that I needed <laughs> to get the life that I yeah. wanted. Um, and <clears throat> just by saying I don't want to be doing this, It was like, well, what do you want? Mm. And what I wanted was to have more time in my week. I wanted to be home when my son gets home from school. Sorry, I've got this cough now. Um, I wanted to be home when my son got home from school. I wanted to be able to give more time to um, my community. I wanted to do things that I've always wanted to do, like start playing golf, Um, you know, do do all those things but when you're working Monday to Friday it's hard to fit those things in and so I just put it out there that this is what I want and so what I did was when I went out on my own I got my week and I put in all the things that I wanted to do so I blocked out okay well I'm doing Tiger Chi on a Thursday morning um, now I have fri- um, every second Friday I do golf blah 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 I put all of that into my diary first and I work around that and um, because I, I do have that flexibility of, you know, being able to, you know, booking clients on certain days um, and I just say, yep, I'm available Thursday afternoon and I'd block them, book, book them in for that time. I love that. So, But I had to have the intention. Yes. Yes. You, you're yes. saying you put it down, you wrote it down, you got it out of your mind, you put it on the paper. There it is. I was just thinking yes. before moments ago, do you remember that very first week where you took the leap? You took the leap from working for someone to yeah. working for Janice. Do you remember the feeling yes. in that process? Oh, I, well, the first <laughs> week I remember sitting at my, my desk at home going, okay, well, now what do I do? <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here in my desk at home and um, 
And, and it was at that moment where I was sitting there going, well, all you've done is you've relocated from that office to this office, but you haven't changed anything. So you need to, you need to change that. And that's when I got that week out and, you know, my diary out and went, right, okay, how do I want my, you know, how do I want this to look? Um, I remember also at that time, you know, putting out a figure there with my real estate going, you know, it'd be really good if I could, you know, sell these this many properties this year and I let it go and this week or last week was my first year in real estate and um, I got to the end of the year and I had even like almost forgotten that it had been a year because I've been so busy with everything else and um, and I thought oh I'm going to add up what I've done this year because the old me knew exactly what I was doing you know I had my you know real estate um KPIs I had all of that stuff and but running my own show it was like oh well you're only responsible for yourself you're only responsible for your clients you know it doesn't matter what you're doing bring in you know it'll it will just look after itself and anyway I added up all my stuff and I'd actually achieved what I'd set out to achieve except for one month and I blame COVID for that. <laughs> but I went, you know, everything everything stopped for that month. But I actually achieved what I wanted to achieve. And I was so shocked because I thought, you haven't even looked at this since 12 months ago. But you put it out there and you've done well, see, it. this so, is the thing. I mean, yeah. first of all, congratulations on that. Like that's, that's a champion effort in trusting, you know. Yes, trusting and that is that is the key that is the absolute key is that trust trust the process and even when I sold my own home last year I was looking at a post that I put on um, Instagram or something the other day and that was back in August and I listed my house and I said okay now I've got to do what I tell all my clients to do trust the process (laughs) which is you know put it on the market we know what we're doing as agents we know how to sell a property you just have to trust the process now that the buyers will come and come in and they'll do what they're supposed to do so yeah and I I think also that can be a speed bump for a lot of us too that okay well here's my intention universe or god I'm going to lay it at your feet or whoever it is that's um a source of power or healing universally for you whoever that is you write your intention down you let it go put it out there that next step of trust that is a whole other thing because you know it's easy to look back and reflect and go oh yes I remember I had my first thought of this back in blah 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 and look at how far I've come but when you're at the beginning of that process of intention you really have to have that combination of letting it go like you said but also trusting. Totally, totally. And, you know, the problems that, um, that you know, I face in, you know, when I'm negotiating with people is when people are trying to control the process and they get fixated on, you know, an outcome which is like, you know what, that's, you know, in an ideal world, yes, everything's going to go that way, but you need to have some flexibility there. Your 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 focus is maybe selling and moving on. Just let the process happen because maybe, you know, if you don't sell for exactly what you want, when you buy something else, you'll get it for slightly less and the outcome will be exactly the same, which is moving on to the next, you know, stage in your life. Um, just don't get fixated on the 
the the details um so that's that's a lot that you know i put into it it's like okay i know what your intention is i'm going to support that just don't worry about the details it is hard it is it is (laughs) it is hard look it's a challenge but i also think it's like a muscle that you've got to grow and build so just simply practicing the intention and then the trust you know i think that is just part of getting better at it would you say? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and also trusting that it, it'll come back around, you know, like it'll come back around. And I know when I, you know, sold my house and, you know, I got slightly less than I wanted to get, which is, you know, like every vendor, you know, <laughs> like it's like, oh, I really wanted this, you know, and um, it was slightly less. But it was still I was very happy with the result. And, um, and because, you know, I was about to go out on my own, Two weeks later, I go out on my own and I sell my, well, not however long it was, you know, within a month, I sell my very first property under my new banner. And guess what? I made up that difference that I'd lost <laughs> in my first sale. And so, and, and that wasn't lost on me. Yeah. You know, that wasn't lost on me that the fact that I was able to back myself in my business, you know, like I sold my house, I had, you know, money in the bank. I didn't have that pressure of you've got to be earning this much money. I, I was rewarded, yeah. you know, I was rewarded within within a month with a really healthy sale that set me up for the next, you know, three months. So I went, I get it, I get it, I understand And it. I think that awareness is a big part of it, isn't it, Janice, because sometimes these things happen but we don't notice them. That's right. And, yeah, that that is it. And sometimes people, you know, they get caught, as you said, they get attached to something that, happened that is a negative thing and they can't see the positive that came out of it like you know maybe they didn't sell for as much as they wanted to sell for but um guess what they're still mortgage free you know and um it's like well focus on that don't worry that you you know just focus on that part because that's the positive or focus on that you don't have to pay council rates anymore whatever the positive is just focus on that don't worry about that because you can't move forward if you're looking behind you oh, all the that time. Is, that's perfectly said, perfectly mm. said. And so um, I was just thinking before too, the women that come into Kindred Women Together and start doing these activities that they initially relate to, um, then they start yes. to connect and form friendships. Are you noticing those women are now starting to branch out and go, do you know what? I've always wanted to try to surf. I'm going to try it. Yes, yes. I, you know, I love it because um, I actually just got an email this morning from a woman who has done, um, she just did the art workshop on the weekend. She's done singing in the past. Um, I think she's been to some of our social events and she just sent me an email this morning and she said, look, this is a bit out there. But I'd really like to do tap dancing. <gasps> and I went and she said, I know, I know some people that I've seen some women do it in the hall. Blah, blah. And as I'm reading, I've gone, yeah, I know that woman. Of course I know that woman who does the uh-huh. tap dancing. Um, and so I'm in my head, I'm going, great, I'm going to give her a call and see if she wants to, you know, if some of these women can come and join their group or they could add, a, add on another group or whatever. And for me, I, I, you know, and this is the thing about all these synchronicities, you know, I felt that I feel that I'm the right person to do this because I've lived here for 20 years. 
I know a lot of people here. I have a lot of connections. And so the woman who does the tap dancing said to me, because I know her, said to me ages ago, something about tap dancing, blah, 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 blah. But we're all really old, but it'd be good to get some fresh blood in, you know, because <laughs> they're, you know, they're at their, they're in their, you know, 70s and 80s. And, um, but she said, as long as they don't expect to, you know, be, performing on Broadway you know then that's okay you know we could probably help out and so this woman coming to me this morning I'm going oh yeah of course you've come to me because I already have that connection and I'm the person that is supposed to facilitate this so that's how it works what do you get out of this Janice I get a really beautiful feeling in my heart <laughs> when I see the women that are participating and I see them, you know, go off after, you know, Tai Chi, they're like chatting and or when they get there, they're chatting and it's like, oh, come on, ladies, we're going to do class. <laughs> and then afterwards they're like, okay, we're going to go and have a coffee now. And I know that those women didn't know each other before they came to this activity and all of the things like the surfing, um, the Libby who – recommend or asked if we could do that she came to the art class and she's done golf she said you know what I'd really love to learn how to surf because my kids you know surf and they're teenagers and I'd just like to do it and there we were six women out in the surf in the middle of winter and um and the, and the instructor's going you girls are so brave and we're like or stupid but anyway <laughs> there we were but we, we were laughing we were having a great time we were so proud of ourselves as well for doing something that you know we're not young and fit and you know agile we realized <laughs> but we're out there doing it and that's what I love about what we're doing with kindred women and this is where it's evolved in that what I've now realized too is when I first started, it was about, you know, this feeling of disconnection. Now I'm realising it's actually for women who are at a stage in their life where they have been everything to everyone else. They've given, you know, at the local sports clubs, they've given at the local school, they've been, you know, given in their workplaces, whatever. They're now at a stage in their life where they're going, you know, what about me? Mm. What, do I, what do I actually like? I don't even know what I like because I haven't, I haven't had time for so long to think about myself. Uh, yep. And so what, what this provides is, you know, just like little taster activities, like an intro to surfing. Okay, come and try surfing. Intro to golf, come and try it. And if they like it, they can continue on and do it. Or if they don't, they try something else. But it's providing these just little opportunities for women to go, oh, I've always been interested in that. But I'm a bit nervous about putting myself out there to a, you know, like to the golf club by myself. But if there's a group of women going and we're just going to, you know, hit a few balls, you know, um, in a lesson, yeah, I can do that. So that's what I love too is the safe space is that we're all there together we're all you know new at the activity and um, and we're all really welcoming we all are very welcoming to other other women that come on board as well and so in the spirit of evolution and thinking you know this whole concept has already come so far do you think about where it could go um I do <laughs> But that sort of scares me a bit, you know, like I, it's that, it's that, I'm in my little comfort bubble here in Bangalore where I know, you know, everyone and everything, but I, I know that this model um, could easily be transported, you know, around the country okay. um, because there are women 
everywhere who are going through this. Just because, you know, we're going through it doesn't mean it's um, unique to, to Bangalore. Um, and I have had lots of women from out of the area that want to get involved or have just said that's such a brilliant idea. Um, yes, I definitely think there's um, room to grow with that. I agree. Yeah. And I'm, I am at that point where I'm... I'm investigating the ways to do that because I, 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 you know, part of my growth is realizing that, you know, I can't do everything myself um, and, and involving other people and, you know, asking, asking for support. And that's been a huge, you know, revelation for me over the last few weeks. And that's what I realized with Kindred Women Together for it to grow to other areas, it needs more more women in a you know organizational sense or, or not even just women men can be involved as well but it needs more people in that um yeah more of a committee of people to go okay what's the the long-term goal for this and what where you know how are we going to drive that well so, i'm personally excited to see how it will evolve over the next few years janice because it's it's such a great idea and for the women Thank that you. might be in the Northern Rivers at the moment and they might happen across this podcast, how do they get involved in Kindred Women Together? Well, they can go to our website, which is kindredwomentogether.com, mm-hmm. and on the website they can see all the different activities that we have going on. And um, But if they subscribe, they'll receive my weekly newsletter and that has um, updates about what's happening as well. I, I get lots of phone calls from women from, you know, out of the area or within the area that just phone and have a chat, you know, and that's the other side of it that I like too is that, you know, I can always connect women with other women, not necessarily through the activities. Mm. Um, and, and I have done that as well where I've, you know, encourage certain women to come to certain activities because I know that they'll meet you know women that will you know respond to them the other thing that I offer too is a a morning tea at my home every second Friday and that's a really easy way for women to just come and meet a few other women in a really relaxed casual morning tea and you know an hour and a half have a chat meet other women and I get lots of ideas from women that come to that as well, that they've got their own ideas. Mm. So they come and they tell me their ideas and I'm like, well, that's a great idea. <laughs> like I'm happy to promote that, you know. And then it's so cute because they're, they're sitting in their homes and they're going, I've got a good idea. And that's the other thing that I love, that by me following my heart and doing what, you know, I think is right by setting this up, other women are following their heart and they're coming to me and they're offering like Sandy's doing the cooking and Lauren is, you know, hosting the or leading the the walk on a Monday morning. And these are just women that came to me or everyone that's come to me and said, I would like to do this. I would like to do this. And I'm like, great, you know, let's, let's promote everything. And, um, and women are just jumping on board to get involved, which is, it's just wonderful. All right. Well, Thank you so much for spending this amount of time with me this morning, Janice, and just talking about everything from following your heart through to setting intentions and trusting processes. Um, you are an inspiration just simply through your generosity and the way that you do things in life. So it's such a privilege to have you on the show. And if I can just encourage everyone, you know, follow kindred women together on instagram and facebook 
And if you're in the area, like Janice says, check out the website and just see if there's any activities that you're interested in. If there's not, you can always just join in that um, morning tea that Janice has every second Friday. So, Janice, thank you so much. Would you come back at a later date? Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much, Steffi. And I really want to thank you for all of your support as well. Um, You've been there from the start and have watched um, this little idea grow into what it is today. And, um, you know, it's with people like yourself that have, you know, that encouraged me at the start um, and here we are. And I'm so proud of, you know, everything that we've achieved. But, you know, and thank you for helping me. It's my pleasure, Janice. All right, my darling.